This episode of The Local Wave is sponsored by Platoon. Platoon is designed album art for the world's greatest bands, and your band could be next. Visit www.platoon.studio for more information. That's www.platoon.studio. Hey Nashville, welcome to The Local Wave. I'm your host, Alex McWilliam. First of all, I want to thank anyone who listened to the last episode with Cody. We had a ton of fun making it, got to drink some really good whiskey, and just hang out. And I learned a whole lot about doing this whole podcast thing. I say um too much, and I just really appreciate everyone and your patience. I'm going to do a whole lot better this time on this incredible episode with Angela Wooten from Bandit. She's a really good friend of mine. It was great to catch up with her. We get to talk about life on the road with Bandit, get to talk about making her debut album of life, which if you haven't heard it, it came out in 2015. It's incredible. Please go listen to it on Spotify or buy it on iTunes or any way you can listen to music. You need to do it. Uh, and then we got to talk about what's next for her, both with the band and personally. And it was just awesome catching up with her. I've missed her a whole lot. She's one of my best friends. It was just really cool. As for me, I just got married between episode recording episodes one and episode two. And that was awesome. I got to go to Japan and go to Tokyo and Kyoto and go up Mount Fuji and buy records. And it was the best. I'm uh, married to the love of my life, Chelsea. If you ever get a chance to marry the person that's the love of your life, I would highly suggest doing it. So anyway, this is enough for me. There's plenty of time for me to talk later. Let's get into this conversation with Angela. Can I not curse? No, you can curse. I don't care. Oh, okay. No, that was a joke. I've been swearing like a sailor. Like a... <laughs> <laughs> That's fine. You can do whatever. It doesn't matter. Nothing really matters. I know, I'm nervous. I don't know why. I was really nervous the first time, but it's much easier because you're here and not Cody from Essay's <laughs> yeah, Burn who made me a little nervous. So He doesn't really say much either. Yeah, well, thankfully he did for the yeah, podcast um, on the mm-hmm. last one. Because that would have been super duper weird if he didn't. But you're Angela and you're a bandit. And yeah. it's a great band. <laughs> and I wanted to talk to you about it. Great. Is that okay? Yeah, that's great. Sweet. All right. Well, what are you guys doing? <laughs> <laughs> uh, nothing. Uh, nice. Right now, nothing. Yeah, I Charles started... wanted to ask me that. Your drummer wanted me to ask you... What are you doing? <laughs> yeah, that's a fair question. Um, no, we're not doing anything right now. But that is not entirely my fault. That's fine. Um, no, I mean, I, it is entirely my fault. I'm in school. Oh. Um, what are you in school for? Psychology. Nice. What are you trying to do with it? School. I would like to be a counselor one day. Um, it's going to be a lot more schooling than... Than some might want. Right. But <laughs> that's awesome. I just made the decision. Yeah. So, any particular uh, area with counseling? Uh, just like one on one personal and family counseling, probably. Sweet. But I work right now with mental illness, people that have mental illness. So, that might be an area I go into eventually. Yeah. It's very, uh, it's an extreme area. So. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. I, my <laughs> wife 
Yes. Uh, who I just got married to. Yes, congratulations. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I was there. <laughs> um, yeah, she works with children who have autism, so it's yeah. like a whole, it's wild. The yeah. stuff I've I've seen because of that is just like crazy, but awesome. Yeah, you know? it is awesome. There's like a lot of stuff you have to get used to, but the people are awesome people. So, so I'm probably asked you this before, but I'm going to ask you again. Um, how long has Bandit been around? Like, I've known you uh, yeah. since. Pff, when did I meet you? We met at we Chariot had, like, Shows show in... in like 2010 or 2011 or something like that. Probably 2010. Yeah. Um, That's weird. It's been it's been around. It was around that whole time, right? Kind of. Not not as Bandit. Because when I was in Connecticut, that's when I met you. Right. And I didn't... I was, like, writing some things, but mostly I was just, like, playing uh, on, like, worship teams and stuff back then. Right. So I moved away and wrote a lot of the stuff that ended up being Bandit. And I was just playing, like, bars and stuff by myself with an acoustic guitar, and that it was, was really bad. That was when were in Georgia, right? Yeah, when I yeah. lived in Atlanta. And my roommate was also an acoustic musician. Yeah. So we would book these gigs together <laughs> with our gig bags and go <laughs> Couple of giggers. play. And I would sing back up for her and she would sing back up for me. It was very cute. But, um, yeah, so I wrote the songs then, but I didn't have a name. Right. Until it dawned on me when I was hanging out with Stevis's dog. Uh, bandit. <laughs> <laughs> But that dog hates me, so... Uh, <laughs> I think he's dead now, actually. Oh, Ooh, no! Sorry, dogs. Bandit. <laughs> uh, um, so, yeah. what, so what brought you up here to Nashville? And when did that um, happen? Yeah, so I lived in Atlanta for like seven months. Seven or eight. And everyone that... It's nothing against them. They're great people. Everyone that was down there just had, like, they lived far away, and they went on tour a lot, or they all of a sudden were getting married and having a new life, and I was very, like, just by myself down there. And also without a home. I was about to be without a home, Mm. and I was planning on living in my car. Yikes. Um, And I was actually stoked about it. Okay. I was, like, getting rid of all my stuff and being like, I can do this. I can totally live out of my car. It's going to be great. And then uh, somebody, Rebecca Sissione, actually, she... Do you know her? Yeah. 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 Everybody knows Rebecca. Um, she texted me and said, hey, my friend Kristen, who I'd never met yet, uh, has a room for 160 bucks a month. Shoot. You, should, you just have to move to Nashville. And I was like, well, I don't have anything else that's going on. Right. <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah. So I moved up here. It ended up being great. And then Dan... Dan Bishop, the yeah. guitar player. He, you knew him in Connecticut, right? Yeah, I've known him for most of my life. Yeah. He was my brother's best friend from when they were in seventh grade. I did not know that. Mm-hmm. So um, he actually decided to move down to Nashville, and it ended up being that we moved here at the same time. Like, yeah. I didn't even realize that he was moving then. Right. I knew he was planning on coming. I just didn't know when he was. And then he kind of got mad at me that I was moving to Nashville. He's like, you're stealing my thing. <laughs> <laughs> you're stealing it's my like, thing. like, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> it worked out, obviously. Yeah, it did. And then we're in a band now. Yeah. 
Kind of. Yeah, we are. <laughs> and how did like that? I mean, so you guys were working together in Connecticut on Bandit or were Mm-mm. no? And so you got. I mean, we were in a band together in Connecticut, but it was when we were in high school. Yeah. Um, And then he moved away for a really long time. He moved to Michigan. And then um, he came back and that was like. I think only a year after that or maybe two years after that is when I moved away. So we were kind of like working individually on stuff. And then when we got here is when we were just like, you know what? We've been around each other right. forever. Let's go ahead and make music together. Let's just be a bandit. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. A bandit. <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. Um, and then, so it, I mean, the entirety that I've known you, I've kind of known about this like thing that you have. And then I think the first time I was ever really like introduced to it was, I, I feel like might've been that, I mean, you had the two song acoustic mm-hmm. thing and the first time I really heard stuff off that was when it was used in, uh, the video that Derek did, mm-hmm. um, What's his last name? I'm totally forgetting. Uh, Searcy? Yes. I I don't know how to say it. No, I don't either. (laughs) I did remember it. I just don't know how to say it. it. (laughs) (laughs) Um, He, uh, he, and and so he did this this video, The Chariot, and put your song over it. Yeah. And it's awesome. And I was at that show, and it was a very important show to me personally. It was an important show to me too. So when when I saw (laughs) that, and I heard Dragon, I believe, over it, it just was like... I just had like a wa- just a moment watching it, you know, and yeah. I was just like, I in and, and so, ever since then, I've been really, really interested in what you're doing. And then it, obviously, we we knew kind of sort of knew each other up in in New England, and then I don't even really remember when we like became friends in Nashville, like Me necessarily, like I'm trying to think about it. I know we were friends before this particular moment, but I remember coming back from Warp Tour and like being on the whole like I don't really believe in God yeah. kick, and you were as well. Um, and yeah. we super vibed on on that at the moment because we were like the only people that we Sitting knew on those church steps. Yeah, and so <laughs> it was just like that's when I like you, I feel like you and I sort of then became like real good friends. And then uh, how did like, I know that all this happened while we were friends, but I never knew like how it happened, like how you even put out this record, got involved with broken circles, all that kind of stuff. Cause I knew, I mean, I saw you guys all, all, I've seen you guys in outrageous amount of times. Um, Uh, because you're one of my favorite bands in Nashville, if not my favorite band in Nashville, just want to say that for the record. Um, (laughs) but, but, uh, uh, so, but I didn't, I, I guess I don't know what all that, like behind the scenes business that happened with, with broken circles and how you guys went about, like, I remember there was a Kickstarter for it Mm -hmm. that I gave to, but other than that, we did, I had a bunch of songs and I was like, Came up with the name, got dudes together, played a few shows, and then realized, like, I could actually make, like, a record, or an EP is what I wanted to make. Right. Um, Just to start with. And the songs, even at that point, were kind of older, except for some of them that had been, Mm -hmm. there was, like, two that had been written right recently. Um, But I was like, sure, I'll just put them out somewhere. And then... 
I had had the two song thing. This is a funny thing that I'll talk about. Um, we went to C68. It had to be 68 because it wasn't the chariot. Yeah, 68 at Rocket Town one time. Okay. And it, that was just when I had the two song EP thing out and I wasn't trying to make an album yet or an EP or a longer EP or anything. And Haley Williams was there from okay. Paramore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And she, Stephanie, my good friend Stephanie, handed her the little two song EP thing. Sweet was just Steph like, Grant. You need to listen to this. Whatever you do tonight, listen to this. And she did. And she like tweeted that my voice made her cry. And I was like, oh crap, maybe I should <laughs> like do something <laughs> like more legit. <laughs> made Haley Williams cry. Um, so, and then I, I had been talking to Josh about maybe doing things. Um, but then he got kind of like full throttle with 68. Right. So I was just like, okay, I'm going to just do this on my own then. And that's when I got the advice to do a Kickstarter. Um, because I didn't really have anything to show anyone to like get assistance from anyone else, you know, monetarily. Yeah. And I didn't have enough money to like do the things I wanted to do. There was also like, I was talking to Goldman at the time and he was like, Oh, on my time off, I'll record you for free. And then that didn't end up working out because right. he got his time filled up. So I was like, Oh, I'm going to have to pay for this somehow. So we, we did the Kickstarter and I didn't think we were going to make it. Like it was like five thousand. It's for eight thousand because someone said if you can get five, why can't you get eight? <laughs> and I was like, okay. <laughs> I mean, it's three thousand more dollars. Yeah, but, but for yeah, some sure. reason, I trusted them. <laughs> uh, but it was fine because we totally made it. And uh, you're welcome, by the way. Yeah, thanks. Did you get the vinyl? <laughs> the twenty dollars. Oh, you twenty dollars. No, I just got the poster. I think. There's one person who still hasn't gotten a vinyl, and it's because he's in Brazil. Oh, when, no. And I didn't, it was going to be like $80 to ship it to Brazil. Shit. And I was like, oh, sorry, I can't. <laughs> 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 but he's my friend, so he'll get it one day. Yeah. But yeah. <laughs> I pre ordered it when it came uh, on Broken Circles. Okay. Man. So yeah, then, so then we had already recorded it in, in Atlanta with uh, Matt McClellan. And we didn't know what we were going to do with it. Charles, drummer Charles. Charles Miller, sweet Charles. Sweet boy Charles Miller. Platoon, check it out. <laughs> he knew Brent from Broken Circles. Mm. And he sent he sent the record, or he sent the EP to, like, every label that he had a contact for. Yeah. <laughs> and a couple of them, like, were a little bit interested, but then ultimately were like, meh. And then uh, Brent was, like, really stoked on it. And, um, yeah, we just, like, figured it out. And since we had already come up with the... We had done the Kickstarter so we could pay for, like, recording and CDs and stuff like that. Yeah. So um, he took care of vinyl, which was awesome, because that's what I really wanted. Like, yeah. Oh, duh. <laughs> I yeah. just wanted something on vinyl, so... Um, we're having yeah, a, it was awesome. We're having that <laughs> issue because I don't know if anyone's going to put out our stuff. Yeah. And but we super duper want vinyl, and it's a bajillion dollars. It's, but it's so expensive. We have 
I have so many people in my band. There's like a, like a country of people in my band, so it should be like it's too many people. It's, yeah, it's a lot of people in my band. So it hopefully it'll be cheaper, but we'll see what happens. Yeah, it, we were trying to do a thing because we put that as part of the Kickstarter. Like mm-hmm. there was like 25 vinyl that were part of it. Yeah, and if I didn't get in contact with Brent, I don't know how we would have done that. Yeah, like, 25's like... Well, somebody told me, somebody knew someone, like, personally, that had a contact that, like, did individual, like, lathe cut mm. um, vinyl and he could do any number that you needed. Oh, that's awesome. And he would just charge by the piece. And so I was like, cool, I can get in contact with that guy, but that guy never got back to me, ever. And so I was like, oh, no! <laughs> <laughs> Promises I can't Shit. keep. <laughs> Well, they came out awesome. Those, uh, the blue inside of the clear ones yeah. are so freaking cool. Those are my favorite. I, uh, I ended up giving that away as a Chris- as a Christmas present to one of my best friends. That's so nice. Um, but, uh, I had a friend once that told me that the best gifts are always the ones that hurt a little bit. I'm sorry to have to interrupt this great conversation with Angela, but I wanted to tell you about Platoon. Platoon graphics are the hardest. Should they graphic art for you? Find out at www.platoon.studio. That's www.platoon.studio. All right. So back. um, Sorry. No, it's fine. Uh, This is what happens uh, when real life happens. I don't care. Nothing matters. You know, this is free. Yeah. It's free, okay. Free. Like I'm not oh, getting don't paid. Have to pay for yeah, it. <laughs> it's like you can't you can't freak it. You can do with the mic following if free. it's free. Like everything's yeah. nothing matters. It's all free. It's all free. <laughs> <laughs> so so you get with the um, so you get with with Brent. You put out an awesome record, the awesome record, and then <laughs> you guys toured like pretty consistently for a second there. I feel like. Yeah, um, not as consistent as other bands do. Yeah. <laughs> but we tried our best. Um, we did a lot, like, just me and Dan, mm-hmm. which was fun and way cheaper. Um, and we took Dan's minivan everywhere, <laughs> which is great. Um, and, yeah, we did a couple like that, and then we did a couple full band um yeah, which were the best. I wish we could always do that, yeah. but it's so expensive. And well, it's obviously, hard. <laughs> the coolest time I ever got to see you uh, was uh, the Chariots' last show. Oh man, yeah. it was like a moment. That was like our know? first like real, real show. Yeah, I remember. Which is weird. <laughs> I was selling merch, um, like in the other room, and I came out while y'all were playing the Pedro Lion cover. And it was just like eight hundred people, just like like no one was doing anything else, <laughs> you know. Like it's not like there were people That's chatting in the back or like whatever. Like it hyper focused on this hmm. awesome band, and it was like I, I my heart was like the most full at that moment. It was like it was so sweet. That's that was like sweet. one of my favorite things. Yeah, that show is like a blur to me because I was so nervous. Oh, I can imagine. But that is like my first real show full band yeah. playing in front of like 800 people. Oh. And I was like, uh, <laughs> I had to give an interview to Derek beforehand yeah. about the chariot and it is nonsense. 
<laughs> like I was just like so nervous. <laughs> yeah, you were you were in the documentary for a mm-hmm. couple times. Yeah, the cheering. Yeah, not all the things I said are so stupid. <laughs> I, I'm like, oh god, sorry guys. <laughs> I wish that I could. Uh, I wish I could see that. That'd be great. <laughs> but yeah, that show was awesome. That was also the only time we ever played that cover, which I don't know why because it's a great cover. Yeah, it was sick. Um, how did like that whole chariot thing come about? I mean, I know like we have mutual friends with our friend Steven, um, mm-hmm. who is in the chariot, but I, you met him before I did, I think. I think. I don't know. I don't know. Like how did that whole, that whole thing come yeah. about? Because the whole time bandits existed, I feel like there's been this like small cult following of chariot fans mm-hmm. who just want to marry you. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny <laughs> they're all my facebook friends uh, <laughs> no so i was in high school and my brother was older than me he was a really i was a big chariot fan but he was like a huge chariot fan and uh we would go to pretty much any show that was in the area yeah and there was just something about this one day we went to the new jersey to see them because I'm from Connecticut. Um, so we went to New Jersey, which is like a three hour drive. And it was the, it was May 5th okay. of 2005. Oh, okay. That's crazy. No, it couldn't have been 2005. May 5th of what year? The wars came out? Yeah. 5509. Oh, yeah. nine. Yeah. yeah. So that's my senior year of high school. That's, I, I was like, 2005. That's so long ago. Yeah. <laughs> so. Yeah, we went there, and Steven was doing merch for them at that time. Yeah, I remember, um, I remember that. And then, for some reason, my brother got talking to Jonathan Kindler mm-hmm. and then and David, and they invited us to hang out, and I was just, like, a little shy. I was very shy um, in high school, so I just, like, didn't really talk. And then <laughs> Steven was like, what are you doing? <laughs> and we kind of just, like, hung out, and then... Yeah, then literally became best friends immediately. (laughs) Yeah, a a very similar story. Yeah. (laughs) Though he was in the band when I met him, but we were at Soul Fest in, in, uh, we were at Soul Fest in New Hampshire, and, like, I met him because of Dan, actually. Dan and Kevin, when they were in Abel, and, uh, they, like, I guess had met each other because of the festivals they'd played together, and I saw them watching Abel and I was just like, Oh my God, like it's a chariot. <laughs> and, uh, and, <laughs> you know, I was friends with Kevin at that and, soul fest. Yeah. Is that what you're about? I yeah, think yeah. I was there. Um, probably. That's weird. Yeah. <laughs> I was friends with Kevin cause I'd met him at like some other show in an old band, like a year prior or something. And so I saw they, and they went over and like talked to them and I was just there just trying to be, cool like not trying to not nerd out as much as i wanted to nerd out in that moment (laughs) and um and then i eventually somehow snuck into the conversation and then steve and i ended up just talking about like the chariot and how he was like a fan of them as a kid and stuff and um and yeah which is what makes us feel not as stupid yeah it's (laughs) ah, i want to tell this story but i feel like he would hate it you know, story I know exactly about. what you're talking oh, about, but dang. you can't. <laughs> okay, never mind. But um, 
So yeah, we ended up just hanging out that day. Did you buy him food that day? Maybe. Okay, so this is a weird theory that I have is all, oh, the, yeah. <laughs> all the people that are really good friends with Steve is have bought him food the first time that they've like, out with him. Because I bought him I don't think I bought him food order. the first time I met him. Or they bought him food at some point. They have fed I, him at some I, point. Yeah, I, I brought him food yeah. at some point. I remember bringing them all hamburgers because that's <laughs> the kind of person I was back then. <laughs> I would never do that now. Um but uh, I bought him a pulled pork sandwich, and then we became buds. That's awesome. But, yeah. Um, and then eventually, you, I mean, you end up on the Chariots record, mm-hmm. on the last record, which mm-hmm. is nuts. That's like... Yeah, they, like, flew me to Atlanta, as, <laughs> which was the ritziest yeah. thing I'd ever done. <laughs> <laughs> That's kind of sick. That's, like, really professional. Yeah, I got flown. Yeah. It must have been, like, their whole budget for that record. Yeah, honestly. <laughs> was to fly you in Jeez. to do one song. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know why they did it. <laughs> I mean, it's awesome. It's be great. I got yeah. to hear it every night for, for oh, like, yeah. a month. It was That's sick. That's so funny. Yeah. No, I loved... That was, like, the funnest memory in my mind. Yeah. Just, like cool i'm like fresh out of high school and i get flown down to be on the record of one of my favorite bands right yeah it's like that's oh, the coolest what? thing ever <laughs> how did this happen that's like any person's dream yeah. you know like to whenever they're listening to a band it just like not only like to not only be on a record but like be buds with like their favorite band yeah know? um one of the actual only questions i had written down uh, was like kind of pertaining to this idea is, um, what's like the, this, you might've already answered the question, but what is like the, the biggest, like, Whoa, I can't believe I met this person or I did this thing like because of hmm. like being involved with bandit or like, or that chariot stuff or whatever. I mean, cause I'm sure you've, I know you've had those moments. I've had a lot of those moments yeah. from living in Nashville, yeah. honestly. Um, but for the, as far as the band goes, I think maybe Haley tweeting about yeah. the band was like, cause I, I listened to Paramore, you know, like I, yeah. really, they were like a, a big band. Right. Like, yeah. <laughs> it's like not just. I don't know, not even a really, like, genre, like a genre that not a lot of people listen to. Like, The Chariot's part of, like, hardcore, and not mm-hmm. a lot of people listen to hardcore music, right. so. Uh, but everyone listens to Paramore, yeah. and everyone follows her on Twitter, and I was just like, oh, what? How did that happen? Like, how is that, that even possible? That's so cool. Um, so, yeah, I mean, nothing, nothing, like, happened from it, quote happened from it because people always want to say like oh and then that's the reason why i got a million dollar deal (laughs) (laughs) but no it was just like a cool nice thing and it gave me a lot of like encouragement yeah i don't know in that moment um what uh and then like what would you say you're like the most proud of like out of everything that you've you've done so far hmm like is there some band you got to play with or the record you made or something like that. I am really proud of the record. Yeah. Um, and I think that I'm super proud of the artwork. Yeah. <laughs> I'll be honest. Awesome. <laughs> that might be what I'm most proud of. Um, but 
No, I'm just like, I, it's, it's hard for me to say I'm proud of the things because I have so many other things that I want to do, like that are in my head now right. of like, okay, here's this thing, this huger thing, huger, um, that I want, but I am, uh, looking back, like, I don't know, for someone who is, um, has, you know, anxiety or self-confidence issues as I do, uh, it's crazy to look back and be like, oh, I like made this happen. I, I put together a thing and raised money, like convinced enough people to give us enough money to make a record and then got it done and then put together a tour. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Sure. (laughs) There's some convincing (laughs) involved. You just, you just conned hundreds of people. I remember going to like a coffee shop and spending like five hours sending a Facebook message individually to like Facebook friends, like asking anybody to give us money. And that could sound horrible or maybe that sounds nice to somebody, but, um, yeah, I'm just proud that I like, I got it done because, that seems like a big feat for me. <laughs> right. So what, I guess what, what's next? We like kind of talked about this in the beginning, yeah. but I guess like is what, what are those dreams that you're like, what's the bigger thing that you're like, oh, I really want to do that. Yeah. I want to make another record, but I want it to be like, um, like the, like the junior year of high school record. Like this is my freshman, but right. I want to just jump to my junior year. <laughs> <laughs> You're a little bit cooler. Yeah. You know? Just like, like cooler, maybe, you. maybe a little bit more brooding. Uh, <laughs> um, junior no, year I is just the like, best year. Yeah, it was just like a fun year. No, you don't yeah. have it. You get to be like the big kid and the cool kid, but you there's no like pressure to graduate. Or exactly. Like that. It's the best. Yeah. Or to like grow up yeah. or anything. Just chilling. Um, but yeah, so it's a little bit. More, I've just grown a lot, so right. I know that I'm capable of um, more. Not that that was less, but right. You know what I mean? No. Yeah. Um. So I, but I'm taking my time with it. I had a lot of uh, time of like trying to rush it and coming out with nothing, right? And uh, kind of making myself crazy in the middle of it. So I had to like slow down and realize my own limitations and the way that I work and it's different from other people around me and accepting myself and being okay with who I am and, uh, still in the process of that. So that, that stuff goes hand in hand with me making the things I want to make. Um, because I don't think I can if I'm not, if I don't figure out, you know, my own psychological well-being in in the midst of it and you know the other things I want to pursue as well like counseling and this degree that I'm getting just realizing that all of it can be done together Mm -hmm. and not I don't have to pick one right yeah which a lot of people uh will say you know like don't have a plan b or that's what you'll end up doing or whatever um but both of them are my plan a I just want to do them both so yeah yeah that's awesome (laughs) Well, uh, kind of wrapping up, I, I just want to say, I love, I mean, I love this record. I've loved Thanks. it since the first moment I ever heard Dragon. I've, you know, you're one of my best friends and it's like, just, I'm the most proud of you I could possibly be with all that kind of stuff. And That's I nice. don't, 
I'm like not kidding when I think say you're my favorite band in Nashville. Tied with Body Origami. Body who Origami. Have, who eventually <laughs> I will have somebody from that band in this podcast. Um, but it's tied. You guys are the best. Um, so anyway, I just thank you for coming on. Yeah, and, thanks. Uh, yeah, the end. The end. Hey, I wanted to say thank you to Angela for coming on the show. I wanted to say thank you to Kyle at the Tiny Tape Room for producing and Charles at Platoon for the logo and branding. And last but not least, thank you for listening. I'll see you next time. And remember, be a fan of your friends and love one another.